Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, we have a full house. I am joined by Brandon Bishop, AJ Jenkins, and Holly Jenkins, all of course of Louisville Combat Academy, 10th Planet Louisville. I appreciate everyone tuning in. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by the two owners of uh, Louisville Combat Academy, also 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Louisville. We have returning guest, AJ Jenkins. AJ, how are you? How's it going, man? Doing good. I appreciate you coming back on. And for the first time, we have Holly Jenkins is on, is on with us also. How are you? Good. Appreciate you coming on. Um, it it's kind of gives us a chance to recap some of the momentum that the gym has had as of late. And not only um, some of the positive things that have happened recently, of course, at 7908 Beulah Church Road. Um, but also to kind of preview some of the stuff you guys have coming up. But I, I think a good starting point would be to uh, recap. You guys had a tournament recently. It was 30 bucks yeah. per person. Yeah, it was really good. It had yep. a good turnout. It had a really good turnout. Okay. I had about, had about 60 competitors altogether. Okay. But uh, they, they were from everywhere. Core showed up. I had a few guys, Derby City. I saw that. Level 2, Richmond, of course. Gracie, Kentucky had Gracie, a couple Gracie, Kentucky guys. even yep, had yep. some, had a guy, one or two people out. And uh, yeah, man, it was, it was a success. I, I was scared to death the whole day. I thought it was going to blow up in my face, but no, it didn't. It you were scared that well. not, not as many people would show up? <laughs> no, not necessarily that, because we already had a pre-register going, but okay. just, you know, doing brackets and... Staying organized somewhat. Just wanted that was the hard to part. run smoothly. I can yeah. see that. You get a bunch mm-hmm. of people showing up. You don't want it to be a clusterfuck. Right. And then like it not <laughs> to run. Because it can be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super yeah. easy with that. I mean, all you have to do is go to a Fuji or, you know, any Naga, other tournament. Any Naga other. or something like that, man, you know. And those guys have been running those for a long time. And I can see man. where it would be stressful. Of course, you guys were only charging $30 per competitor. Is that right? right? Yeah. Yeah, just 30 bucks, man. That's it's, pretty much nothing. Yeah. No, man, because everybody Fuji. else is 100 Hundred, hundred fifty, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I think at least that. starting. Yeah, 
Um, and I think maybe if you want to do gi and no gi, it's maybe 150 or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 30 bucks, basically, you know, next to nothing. Of course, it's all no gi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always done there at the at the gym. Yeah. We may we may do. And it depends on how that. We're, I don't think this is going to be our last tournament. So. Yeah, I was thinking may, that it may seems morph like... into something, you know, to where you know if we're getting a bigger venue or something like that eventually, because that's the plan. You know, what I mean, we don't want to just um, just you know do it there all the time. Eventually, we want to get you know some other mats and like you know. Potentially make a business out of that. We'll see what happens. Okay, it's super. It's super infantile stage. So when you never know, you know. And and down the road, um, is that the type of thing that do you have any idea the frequency that something like that would happen? Or uh, for us, it's once a quarter. Okay, right I was now. thinking yeah, I could kind of see much. you guys doing that mm-hmm. pretty regularly. I mean, yeah, yeah, because we had. I mean, we we, we had. Our guys, of course, were like hanging around the other guy, other competitors and stuff too, and so we got some, we got to get some inside feedback on how everybody was feeling that day, or you know, any concerns or whatever. Um, we had no problems that day whatsoever. We had one child that got his elbow. Oh, it was actually one of our kids got his elbow kind of like tweaked a little bit, but nothing happened. You know, nothing major happened. And uh, Matt, he got his ankle. It popped, but like he was like literally back on the mats. And I actually even had two matches after that one. So Matt who? Uh, Matt Taylor. Okay. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Sorry. Okay. Is that the guy who um, who trains at, at Louisville Combat Academy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He had super long. I think hair he was a. Off. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. a former college cheerleader. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's really nice. I like that yeah. guy. He's wild. Yeah. He looks. Cool. He looks completely different with his haircut. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's night and day. I could. I didn't recognize him. He's got a real good attitude, and seems oh, like yeah. a real good super training partner. Yeah. Man. Super yeah. positive guy. But uh, yeah, he was like, "No, I'm fine. Everything's good." I was like, "Okay," because it sounded like a gunshot went off. But you know, you sure you're good. <laughs> but that was really the only the only thing during the day that we or during that day that we we had any problems with whatsoever. Because Chase Myers. Oh yeah, Chase Myers. He kind of well, he did that to himself, 100. percent He was um, sorry, Chase, but you know, he was taking somebody down and landed right on top of him and kind of tweaked his rib. Okay. Bit, okay. Yeah, so there'll be a few a few injuries here and there, but that's kind yeah, of part but that's of the normal, course, man. I think, you know, with the nobody, we didn't have to call no ambulance. We didn't have to like ice nobody up really or nothing like that hardly. So, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was it was actually a very good positive experience for us. So, about how long did it, what time did it start? How long did it end up going? Um, started out at. We had check-ins at nine o'clock. Kids, so we kids started competing at ten. Okay, and then we probably finished the day around four thirty. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And y'all had yeah. a bunch of matches. How many yeah. competitors again were there? It was around sixty altogether. Okay. But I mean, the way we did it, we kind of like how Fuji would do it is like you know you don't have whatever whenever your bracket's over, just come see me because we're just going to make a new bracket around you and and get you, know, you the maximal amount match. of matches you can. Yeah, I mean, for thirty bucks, man, thirty bucks ain't much money, but I still want you to have the experience like you would have had at a bigger tournament, getting a bunch of matches. Sure. Because you know it's not about where the tournament is or how prestigious the tournament is. You know, because outside of you know, there's not that many big, big ones that come around. You know what I mean? So, but it's about how many matches you get, how much you know, mad exposure time that you're going to get. You know, that's sure. what's important to us. So you, you know. get out there uh, to the the people competing. It could be on, you know, yeah. broadcast all across the world on the internet. Right. We face and there would be yeah. just as much pressure in their mind. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah if you're oh, competing absolutely. and you have a crowd watching you, even if it's only however many people, that's a yeah. big deal to you regardless. Yeah, it could be your mom and dad. It doesn't matter. You know sure. I mean? Like, yeah, if you're competing. And, yeah. Or even when you're training, free training in the gym. Yeah. If you and I are rolling 
That's one thing. But if we're rolling and then Brandon's over there going, ooh. Yeah. Shit like that. It, it, yeah. Added, it adds a little bit of an element to it, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to start to ramp it up a little bit. You know people are watching. You got you got a ref? Yeah. Yeah, I refed all day. Brandon refed some. Uh, another one of our guys, Trevor, refed or whatever. But and it's, refing with that type of tournament is super easy. Mm-hmm. Because it's like sub a real submission only. It's sub only. I got to worry about no what's points. It, what's an example of something you had to step in and do something for? To two matches we're getting to bump into each other. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know, other than that, you know, it um, went pretty smooth, you know. What I mean, I had one guy, we had one guy that kind of like it was I mean, he did it's just how he, his technique or whatever, but he lifted a guy up over his sh- shoulders. And he, he came down, you he, know what I mean, but the, the guy had him in his guard. Yeah, but nobody, yeah, but it wasn't even I didn't even stop it because it was when it came down, it wasn't like it was he was trying to like Slam. force him down or yeah, yeah, it was just that's how his takedown went. Just okay. a little high on his takedown, but yeah, man, it was a great experience. Though I'll be honest, I, I was really surprised because I thought it was going to be an absolute shit show. But <laughs> you guys <laughs> you know, being the being owners the first and one, the ones coordinating you know, it, you probably yeah. had more anxiety headed into it. Oh than yeah, because else. I mean, we really, I mean, we were, believe I don't know how, but we were pretty organized. But and, and we just figured out, I figured out that you know if you get the brackets organized, the day goes smooth, and because that's what I understood from going to the other tournaments man like the only thing that's stopping them is this bracket or this bracket or you know getting that messed up so we kept that straight and had a lot of help from gina elliott oh wow. oh yeah man yeah. she gina was there was, yeah yeah no she wasn't there she was with her son yeah. okay and he and won wrestling. his regionals actually yeah um, he did wrestling he was uh, at a wrestling meet and he won i think i saw he's on an upcoming yeah, B2 he's gonna fight again. He's, gonna, yeah, yeah. he's one and O amateur MMA fighter, but mm-hmm. signed to wrestling college. Yep, yep, got a college, got a scholarship. But, but he, and, in the meantime, he's gonna take another MMA fight. Fight, yeah, yeah. He's a dog, man. He's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to the show, Brandon Bishop. How Thank are you, Brandon? You, sir. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. We we're just doing a recap of the the in house tournament. I shouldn't say in house, actually. The turn, the no, the competition yeah. you guys had mm-hmm. at yeah. at the academy. You were, of course, one of the. One of the refs? Yep. I helped. Uh, I, I refed a couple of divisions, and I helped coach some of the kids when I could. So, uh, you know, it was a really good time. Submission only, they were saying, relatively easy to, to ref, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You're just watching for violations, you know, fish hooking, eye, eye gouging. See anything that, like yeah. that? Uh, no. We, we had, um, I mean, we had a pretty knowledgeable uh, body of competitors there, so I don't think anybody – blatantly broke any rules i didn't see anything untoward no bad sportsmanship or anything you know what about if i'm in your guard and i start pushing my um forearm or elbow into your neck you guys step step i'm curious what head down to the other competitor to get that that's legal okay that's that's okay it's not nice but it's legal you know like i wouldn't i wouldn't do that technique myself but because it's not real effective no it's horribly ineffective yeah, it's just irritating. And, well, and you're kind of asking for a head and arm choke too. If somebody pushes your elbow line across your, yeah. you know, across oh, your yeah. center, then you can be choked. So it's not really, it's not a great idea. No. Slamming, doing a rampage Jackson slam would be one of the things you couldn't yeah. do. No, right, can't right. do that. Yeah. Someone's triangling you. You can't stand up and slam them real hard. But of course, nobody right. really shows up to a competition like that thinking they get away with that. So you guys right. probably yeah, didn't they, have they, any. Yeah. No. Pretty cool. I'm not familiar with um, a specific tournament like that where you guys just do it all at your location. You have that many people competing, and it didn't really cost much for the people to do it. So I can see why you had a good showing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all EBI rules tools too. So we got consistent it. with the tenth planet stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For someone who's not familiar, of course that means submission only. How many minutes is each each match? Uh, the beginner competitors were six minutes. The intermediate were seven. I think they're eight. Eight, or eight yeah. minutes. Sorry. Okay. Minute. And then of course advance were um, the advance were uh, nine minutes. Right. Uh, yeah, it would have been. I don't. Know. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't ref them. No, they were ten. Sorry, ten minutes. That's what yeah. I thought. And so then, if there's a tie yeah. at the end, it's a two minute, two two minute over round, over overtime round. So one time, one person starts out with the backpack. Okay, yeah. in a backpack or or spider web or armbar, whichever they choose. You know, we just actually flipped a coin, and whoever won the coin toss gets to pick the first um, position, whether it be positive or negative, it doesn't matter. Actually, we had a few guys that were kind of smart. They went through their ten minutes and, or however, or six minutes or whatever it was, and they chose to be on the negative first. Instead, mm. so instead of taking the back, they were they that confident the in their defense. Well, they, I think it's a smarter plan because you? you're if your goal is to get out and your time to escape because that's how it is. Like you have a, you know, you have a time to escape. So however it takes me long to get out of Brandon's back control. That's timed, and then of course the next round, if I don't if I don't get submitted, then the next round. You I'll compare the two times. You yes. just compare oh, the two times. Okay. Yeah, I didn't faster. even know what it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Unless that somebody gets submitted. Now, if somebody gets submitted, so, you have no, you have the other person does get a chance to return, but they have to submit you within the same time mm. frame as the person before previous. So that's a real definitive way to finish it with two overtimes. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. There's just yeah. There's a there's a winner every time. Period. Okay. Yeah. I, I cannot stand it. I don't do draws. So I'm not, I would never have a tournament. With what that kind draws. of couple of pussies would do a jujitsu match and go to a draw? I, I agree. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. some pretty gay. The shit same kind of people that fall out of a cage or give each other the finger yeah, 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 while yeah. they're in a match. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. And and uh, Hard Rock probably I could see him. You know, it would take a little bit more time to have an overtime, a couple overtimes, right? Instead of the ten yeah. minute B two. Mm-hmm time allotment yeah, so that's yeah. why they wouldn't do it i guess yeah they, they're i do like that it's submission only i do like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i do too yeah. but then you walk away with a draw already with him like man, uh, i liked it cameron sullivan like against nathan haddad that was also pretty <laughs> was boring a, yeah it depends on well when you say also <laughs> are you implying that our match it. was boring yes yeah it was it was, yeah, yeah. It was a, i don't think it was that boring but no, i definitely don't think the cameron and nathan's was boring at all because i'm a fan of jiu-jitsu and there was two completely different styles. Cameron, of course, is a 10 planet guy. He likes to play. He likes to start on the bottom, stay on the bottom, get underneath your hips or whatever. And of course, Nathan is a very different player. He's more on BJJF orientated, which is like a little bit more traditional style of jiu-jitsu, in my opinion. Not that he isn't, doesn't do like newer stuff. I wouldn't say that. But it's just like he's used to a different rule set. Sure. You know what I mean? Because in there, it's all points. And, you know, you know, there's a winner by points. You know what I mean? And you don't have that with um with the B2 or, or with the sub-only kind of format. so Okay. Which I like better. I, points are points are important, I think, when you're in the beginning and you're learning position before submission kind of principle stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? So okay. it really teaches you, it really grains that into you to, hey, get your position first because if you don't, you're going to lose points. You know, but I think you graduate to uh, sub-only. And that's just my opinion, but I am a 10-planet guy, so of course I feel that way. So maybe not fair. <laughs> what know. is fair? I mean, it's it's all any anything that has rules is a sport, right? Right. So you got to make rules yeah, to compete. Gotta, gotta have it. Can't just have two people 
guess yeah. fight to the death or something. That would be the. That'd be cool. Yeah, we're gonna do it again in a couple of months, and um, just keep it rolling, man. Uh, because we've had most, I would say probably all the competitors, as far as I, as far as I know, we didn't have anybody that would had a negative experience for thirty you know bucks. I mean, yeah. right, right. What the hell? I mean, <laughs> yeah. so like, everybody hey, was man. like, "Hey, when you do it again, let us know. Yeah. We'll be back." You know what I mean? It basically and gets anyone in the area who's interested in competing. Why would they not compete in that? The worst right. part yeah. was parking. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, there's Abel's next door. Abel's, yeah, and yeah. then you could yeah. probably also park across the street. Across the street. That's right. a little bit of a street to cross, I guess. But Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I almost wish there was like a flashing light there or something, maybe, you know. <laughs> so we paint a crosswalk there. Yeah, let's do it. Just do your own thing. Yeah, paint why a not? Crosswalk. Yeah, just take some tape. Just with some speed bumps. Yeah, a couple of those A-frames with the flashing lights or whatever. Just yeah, sit yeah. one on each side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> I think every gym will have some type of obstacle. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, no matter what it is. Yeah, Dixie, we couldn't stop getting people breaking into their cars. That's like, or the heroin oh, people yeah. at yeah, yeah. front where we had to like deal with that. People was, break yeah. into your car while you were training. Yeah. Or if you left it overnight. So yeah, I remember I left my van overnight. And all the yeah. tires were slashed the next time I come <laughs> just in. Just slashed? Yeah, yep. all of them. Yep. What the hell? Why do then, people just slash random tires? They don't get anything out of that, do they? <laughs> the joy of hearing them go, I guess. I don't know. Damn. Maybe they're weird people. I don't know. But. Um, being this is the first time that we've done an episode with not only AJ, but also with Holly, I think it's a cool opportunity. Brandon, you being here too. But to do a kind of a recap of, you know, how long has it been since you guys have been into owning gyms? I know we've talked about this in the past and what, you know, that progression, how has that went over the years, brought you to where you're at now? Um, so Holly, you may be, you know, a value. Year nine. Year nine of. Year, year nine. Of owning the gym. Of owning the gym. And at first it was called. Highland MMA. Okay. And that was, of course, in the Highlands. Yes. Okay. And we were there for two years. Okay. And where was that located? That was, of course, in the Highlands, so not too far from where we're at now. Close to Speed Avenue. Okay, okay. Yeah, wasn't it by where the twig and leaf was? Not no, quite that far. No, no. It's right next to St. Francis of S, uh, whatever that is. Assisi, yeah. Assisi, yeah. Okay, I know where that is. is. Yeah, right, kind of right next to that. Okay. And it's horrible. It's a it CBD was. shop. Worst. Now. Okay. It's it was horrible because why? Nobody ever showed up. That's what I'm like, nobody, like we got Alex Hacker was there for a little bit. That's back when he used to train with me, and um, just a few other guys. Mark Van Amberg, um, of course, Jason Wild was there teaching some gee stuff for in the beginning. Not that didn't last very long. But there was just nobody there. You know what I mean? It's like it was just, I thought it would be great. People I talked to thought, yeah, man, do it in the Highlands. Do a jujitsu place in the Highlands. It'd be great. Not so much. It's funny how certain locations maybe seem like they'd be good, and then. Not so much. Well, it was a purple belt, too. Nobody, like, consistently wants to go in and get... People would rather... When you have a choice, you'd rather go train underneath a black belt. You know what I mean? I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that there aren't lower belts that aren't, you know, super qualified to teach. I have yeah. a couple guys in my gym that aren't black belts that teach pretty good. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Brandon. <laughs> you know, he's not quite so yet, you know, but... There's many examples of that. People Fantastic. started gyms over the years. I, I forget who it was. I've heard of someone who started one when they were a blue belt. Sean Applegate. Okay. Yeah, I think that's who I was talking belt. about. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and maybe he had some people being critical when that happened, but it worked. All they'd have to do is go roll with him, man, sure. honestly, and watch him teach because he's a good teacher. He's a fantastic teacher. You know, even back then when he was a blue belt, he was a great teacher. You know, I mean, now he's just better. 
Sure. I mean, a lot better. A lot more reps. Um, so nine years ago, you started Highland MMA in the Highlands. It didn't work out for whatever reason. Would you say mostly location? Dislocation, yeah. I mean, we're very... That, well, here's the biggest factor. Holly wasn't involved in. Holly wasn't... She didn't really want anything to do with the gym stuff. Well, is is that accurate? Let's let's hash this out. Is that right? She's shaking Not her head. Not that I didn't want to. I mean, we had all our kids at home. Oh, okay. I was working full time. Yeah, she just kids. didn't want anything to do it. So anyway, I just didn't I have kidding. the time. <laughs> I didn't have the time. Okay. Yeah. So, but once we got to Dixie Highway, we and her, me and her, had a conversation. I was like, "Look, I need help." If we want to, and she was looking at me, she's like, look, do you want your business to get better or do you want to like just keep doing what we're doing and losing money? She was like, just let me he needed do help. the administrative. I did need, I was drowning. I was completely drowning. Well, so. it helps to have a team. If a yeah. married couple, you know, that makes sense. You guys yeah. are like, of course, trust each other with money and shit like that. That's a big key component. But then oh, yeah. well, you're better at certain things. You're better. AJ's better at certain things. Holly's better at certain things. So you guys come together and it seems Yeah, makes I'm sense. better at teaching jujitsu. She's better at everything else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. Well, it's pretty out, much the truth, though. We honest. were going to close down altogether. We thought yeah, about we're closing down. We were done. And then we talked to Ron Sparks. Hmm. And we hmm. were going to go into business with him. Huh. And we found this location at Dixie. Seemed like a good idea. Then... Ron Sparks kind of said, "Never mind." Yeah, and but we were already we were already in the spot. So like, he was going to go, kind of have something to do with it with you guys. Yeah, he yes. wanted to be a partner in it, and I was like, "Cool, give me the spot." And you know, I had already had all the equipment from Highland. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Yeah, I got all this equipment." I guess because I was done, man. I was like, after two years of paying like twenty four hundred bucks a month, eating it, just eating it, man. That's like, okay. I'm done. I'm done eating a bunch of you know. So, but we got. And that was just rent. <laughs> Other expenses horrible. too, water, yeah, yeah. electricity, and all that stuff too. Insurance. And we had like maybe five members that would come out on like a regular basis. It was horrible. And you can Worst eat that ever. for a little bit. Yeah, I but mean, you you, know, you got to have some reason for it to increase at some point. Yeah. You got to have some. Yeah, reason my other for job optimism. basically was paying for the gym at that point. You know what I mean? I was like, well, I guess we'll see. Maybe it just takes a while for this to catch hold, and it just never did there. But once we got to Dixie. We started to get some traction. That's when the um, the Ferguson brothers actually first Brandon, I begged Brandon to come and help me out too. So I just because I, I just I tried to do everything by myself the first gym and it didn't work, <laughs> so I had to enlist some help. So first I got Holly involved <clears throat> to help us out with like memberships and anything electronic because I'm completely lost there. And then I was like, hey man, I need somebody to help me out with these MMA classes and the set and the other whatever. And so I called Brandon. And I was like, hey man, bro, what are you doing? He's like, I ain't doing nothing. I was like, well, dude, get your ass up. Let's do something. Brandon, where were you at the time? Getting fat and lazy. <laughs> Not real fat though. That was pretty fat. What's yeah. the? This is random, but what's the highest you've ever weighed in your life? Um, just under 200. Okay. For you, that's relatively yeah. fat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was in the 190s. Okay, okay. And yeah. that was when AJ reached out to you, like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And, and right about that time, I was getting to the point where I realized I was getting fat and lazy. <laughs> and so, like, he couldn't have called it a better time, you know? So he was just like, hey, man, what are you, what are you doing? And I was like, this is the call I needed. What's up? You, know? you guys, of course, had trained together previously. Oh, yeah, for yeah. years and years. Yeah, since 2006. Yeah. Like Shepherdsville and that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah Hester's. Hester's, yeah. Okay, so brought uh, uh, Holly on board entirely, right? That was a big step. Yes. Um, and then Brandon on board. Yep. 
Really? Yeah. This started going a little bit better, and then I had this great idea to start going after the Ferguson brothers. Um, I'd known, I didn't know, know them, but I knew of them for a long time, and they have a lot of good name recognition. And at the time, they were in between gyms where they were training at. And um, so I saw Bruce. That's back when me and Bruce were talking about this the other day. I was back when Bruce had super long hair. I think maybe we actually been here talking about it. Yeah, I'd super never, long I'd hair, seen him super long beard. I mean, dude, looks straight Duck Dynasty, bro. I mean, he was like super long. Everything. I can see Josh like that. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. All three of them have done that. Okay, at some I've point. seen yeah. Isaiah. Like that <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah. And um, but uh, and I was like, hey man, you know, da 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 da. da. We were, he was actually at a B two fight, and um, mm-hmm. I just trying to talk to him or whatever. I said, man, take my number, and let's talk. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, a couple weeks go by. He's kind of like not going for it, so I had to like keep like browbeating him about it. So I kept bugging the crap out of him, and finally he came out. And after the first night of him coming out, they were they were on board. Yeah, super good. And then once you have a, a a group of, I guess higher ranked people, mm-hmm. yeah, that you can start to fill class schedules with. You yeah. can schedule, you know. Yeah, because before I was doing all the striking classes, all the grappling classes. Okay. We we get people wanting to come in just because they're there. The yeah. Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're a big draw. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and uh, of course, now we have them plus Jason plus, excuse me, we have Brandon and then we have DJ. I mean, we've got a bunch of coaches now. Cisco, DJ. Man, we uh, I had to say something real quick about my wrestling coach, Cisco. So we were calling him by a different name the last time we were, we and Bruce were I, talking. I heard that. I felt yeah, horrible that, that about that. That was my fault. Yeah. yeah and, I'm and the one who said it In wrong. my defense, I, he's kind of new to like he doesn't take us coaching or whatever. No, actually, he didn't care at all. But anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that uh, his name is Cisco, by the way. Franci- not, uh, Francisco Estrada. Yeah, yeah, Francisco Estrada. And what were we calling him last I forget what it was. Somebody corrected me. I think it was Ilvane said, hey, yeah. just so you know, you said this, some other Hispanic name. Yeah. It's not yeah. that. I forget what it was. Rico. I think it was Rico. Rico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just made Rico. Rico up. I have no idea. Like, that was me. Know. That was Suave. me. I don't, I don't I'll, I'll take credit for that. It was just me stereotyping people. <laughs> Racist. Racism. Yeah. yeah. Just That's racism. what it always is. Yeah. All, yeah. You heard it here first on the Kelly Patrick Show. <laughs> but no, he teaches a good class. You know what was cool? He was teaches that? a great class. He does. And I attended the BJ kickboxing class last night actually Isaiah taught it yeah. uh, but then afterward it was a um, Cisco uh, Cisco's wrestling wrestling class, class. Yeah. but also Zach Pledger was in there yep Zach just signed back up yep. um, he's back with us he was, and he was doing able some to, boxing for a while and yeah and he was able to help out money. with some of the technique too and I think it's cool as hell to have the wrestling focus yeah no matter what it was Chad was doing a good job with yeah, it Chad was doing a great job got a new I'm job had Chad. to step away yeah um and to to uh, Francisco's credit, yeah. last night he was like, "Oh, Zach's in here." Zach wrestled for Saint X, and then he was kind of showing a couple things. Yeah. Zach would too, so it's just like pretty intense wrestling, you know. Yeah, class. and then the class is growing too. So now I think it was like what seven, eight people, six, seven people, seven, eight. I can't remember. In that class, and it started out with Holly and a girl and named Reese. Reese, Reese Staples. Reese, yeah, you know? yeah, because that's the only people that were available or even. You know, wanting to wrestle. Up. But now you have yeah. Chris, Devin, yeah. Ilvain. squad. Those three are squad. tough as shit as yeah, far dude. as the oh wrestling gosh. goes, which is cool. <laughs> it, yeah. It's cool to have that like as Elvain, part of it. Elvain needed one more technique. You know what I mean? Elvain's already pretty good, man. 
Man, I was Vinny's doing hand fighting drill with Hillbane the other day where we we're not taking each other down. But we were just trying to push each other around and hand fight. Yeah, he he's on, fucking yeah. huge there, and yeah. strong as shit. He's yeah. like a, a Viking or something. Yeah, yeah. He really he's, does with his long hair. He looks like, a, I don't know, a Viking or something like that. Yeah, I think he's from Bosnia or something like that. Like something right. like that. Yeah, I know he could speak with Momir. Yeah, him and Momir from the same oh, really? like, area yep. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're from the same province. Or I think it's Bosnia mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Momir's Serbia, so I think those are... You know, pretty close to each other. Yeah, and Dave, he's, he's, he's tough. Great attitude, too. Ilvane's really nice. Always positive. He's the guy who corrected nice me. Guy. Just so you know, you guys called him Rico. His name's Cisco. Uh, no big deal. Yeah. And it was just like... And Cisco was cool. We were sitting at a... We were, did a, a meeting the other night, right before the night before the... Um, um, the tournament or whatever, and I was like, "Man, Cisco, bro, I'm so sorry." <laughs> like I totally <laughs> screwed your name up. And he was like, "It's cool, man. Don't even just. It's not worry. It's not, don't worry about it." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I really do feel bad though." <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, like, no, he's cool as shit. And I, like I said, I liked how last night he was teaching the wrestling class, and Zach was in there, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Zach, do you have any?" He was like real receptive to like as long as we're all learning wrestling. Right. He yeah. was happy. Yeah, and Zach and it, is and. Excellent wrestler. Yes, actually, he's got some pretty good hands too. But his wrestling is definitely his Straight. his go to. Yeah, yeah, and he's super good, super good. To to Zach Pledger's credit, he came to Louisville Combat for just a little bit mm-hmm. a year ago or something. Yeah, he um, he was the first or one of the first coaches we had as far as wrestling goes for for a while, and it, you know. He was. It didn't work out his job or something. It didn't work out yeah. where he couldn't like he couldn't continue to come in or whatever and stuff. And then I think he actually went to um, House of Warrior for a while. He did. And started yeah. with uh, what's that guy's name again? Abdullah. 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 Yep. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to wreck that one either. So <laughs> we've done enough uh, butchering. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to wreck foreigners' that names. Yeah. Yeah. He's too good at Not boxing for me. I shouldn't say about. foreigner. Francisco's United States. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so bad. Uh, no, Abdullah wouldn't have a problem with it either. They both yeah. got good sense of humor. Yeah, that type uh, of stuff. Sure. But no, Abdullah. So so Zach went there, and I think he had one boxing match. Yeah, I think he yeah, went yeah, one yeah. and zero. Oh, mm-hmm. Worked on his hands, of course. Yeah, but he's going to fight MMA. Yeah, yeah. He so, wants to uh, get in with Jason and um, at our place and just make a go out of it. So I'm like, uh, I have a feeling fantastic. he'll do pretty well. I think he's going to do really well. Good luck standing with him. Good luck being able to stand up. Period. When you have a, a, a element of your game that is that. Good, yeah. The wrestling from Zach Pledger, I, I, you just need to you know sprinkle yeah. other stuff. Yeah, in what's his brother? His brother goes to uh, Grace, Kentucky. Brandon Pledger. Brandon Pledger, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I'm, from what I understand, he's pretty darn good dude. Yeah, he wrestled in college for four years. So he wrestled yeah. at Saint X and then at Campbellsville for four years. Yeah, is he like his purple belt? Yeah, I think he's uh, purple belt. Yeah, real yeah. real close mm-hmm. to brown belt. I think he's a yeah. purple belt with maybe four stripes or something. Yeah. But he's I been training jujitsu. He's like thirty. He's been training jiu-jitsu since he was five. Oh, jeez. Wow. Or six, something like that. So, I mean, he's really good. And he has the wrestling. Mm. It's his brother. But Zach also trains with his brother Brandon all the time. So, he's got submission. You know, he's he's got submission defense. Yeah. Yeah. I've never rolled with him in in jiu-jitsu, but I mean, you know. How old is Zach? Zach is uh, 20 years old or 19, maybe. Yeah, he's super young. Maybe 19. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he and uh, talking to him, because his dad, uh, Robert Pledger, is real nice guy. I don't know if you guys have met him. I haven't met him But yet. you say, like, you know, Zach, what do you want to do with your life? You know, what are you working toward? He's like, I want to be a fighter. Like, you know, trying to see if there's a career path he's on or something. They're real educated, smart people. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm just going to see how t- long, far I can take this fighting thing. 
Like, fuck yeah, him. that's awesome. I mean, you yeah. never know, he might be the next Khabib or something. You know what I mean? You never know. Yeah. No, Zach is a... Uh, uh, He's got the talent. He's got the talent. I'd say so. Yeah, we're we're just man, we're we're doing well right now. I think I think well every gym I think in the in the in the United States I guess or whatever is doing well right now. Just is the, that right? For whatever reason, yeah, everybody's numbers are bigger right now. Beginning um, of the year is that? What do you, is that yeah, what that has something to do with it. But I mean, our numbers were getting better before that. Okay, even you know even in December, which is weird because usually people are just focusing on you know more. Jiu-jitsu's kind of mainstream right now. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah, that's it's super why. mainstream. Yeah, so is that people, a bad thing? No, it's a great thing for yeah, us. We're yeah. in that business. So like, be as much mainstream as you like. So if you hear another gym across the city or even close to you guys has good numbers too, normally uh, if you guys are competitors, you could be like, oh, well, you know, that may not be good for us. But in reality, yeah, if they're doing well, a lot of times you're doing well too. Right. Yeah, it's it, yeah, yeah, it's one this relative, man. So, it, yeah. And another thing too, like I don't really look at other gyms as competitors okay. unless we're in a tournament. Okay. I mean, that's the really unless the you're literally competing against because them. every gym is so very different, and the product, or even the the goal of every gym, in sure. my opinion, is very different. Agreed. You yeah. I mean, like my gym is like I'm, I'm originally wanted just just make fighters. That's kind of changed a little bit. You know, yeah, we do have fighters, and we have great fighters, but at the same time, now we're getting to where we're like getting some really good grapplers starting to come in and out of there. You know what I mean? So that I would care more about that than I would the fighting, but you know. If I was Jason Wild, of course, I'd feel differently because he's the MMA coach. So. <laughs> you, know what I mean? so, you know what I mean? But, but also a contingency of people who come in as hobbyists. Oh, absolutely. Who yeah. attend even the wrestling class or the kickboxing mm-hmm. class or yeah, jiu-jitsu, all of it. Yeah. yeah. So you're a hobbyist. I'm a definitely a hobbyist. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. take the wrestling class. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, no, you're a professional I'm a professional athlete. You're a professional yeah, athlete, yeah, professional, professional, professional grappler. I got my $100 <laughs> check for that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So paid. now that you've been paid, you can never go amateur. I'm retired professional athlete. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just do it once. Yep. One and done. Yeah. Oh, oh, and one. <laughs> no, but, but I do think it's important. I've I've heard different people interviewed about it, and you know, even the top level competition gyms that do have people in there who are hobbyists mm-hmm. who oh, don't yeah. compete even, or maybe they did in the past, but they really don't. Right. But they're a big part of the culture of the gym. And, you know, all and that. I would imagine some of those hobbies are pretty darn good. Yeah, you know especially I mean? with like, specific things. I mean, yeah. there's a few of those guys at Gracie, right? I mean, you guys have a, a big body of, of students, oh, yeah. but not a whole lot of competitors, Correct. which means that there are a lot of guys at your school or gym that don't compete but are excellent I think at Derby City, too, there's, you know, black belts who don't really compete that much, but are real good. A bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think most gyms, that's an important part of it. I say that's odd because that's my view on it. You know what I mean? It's not not testing yourself. competed. It's weird. Ever since I've been in this sport, I've been competing. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it without competing. It's going to be very hard for me another six, seven, eight, nine, ten years when I have to stop competing. Why will you have uh, to stop competing? Well, I mean, nobody wants to see a 60-year-old get out there and do jiu-jitsu, bro. I'm just going to tell you right now. I find it pretty inspirational for real. (laughs) Yeah, but I bet it's boring, and somebody's probably going to, like, slip their hip or something. I mean, I did a Fuji a while back, and... At the time, I was 49, and I was looking at the brackets, and they had this dude that was like 52. I was like, no, I can't. I don't want to do that. You know, so I walked to the bracket table. I'm like, hey, man, I don't want to, like, anger nobody or piss nobody off. I was like, but this dude's like 52. And you were 49. You know? And then the guy looks at me. He goes like, let me take a look. So he gets out of the computer. He's like, 
Yeah, it says you're 49, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get a, a, a better matchup for that 52-year-old than you. So yeah. did you go against him? Yeah. 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 Beat him pretty easily. Yeah, both man. Not I'm gosh, like I'm bragging, but like both matches lasted a minute and a half. He was a black belt. Period. Like both matches. Like okay. I'm, like so you went against that guy twice. Yeah, yeah. He was just too. No, I think he was a purple or brown belt. Actually, okay. you know what I mean. I'm like, why would you stick me in the same? It's, it's, well, I guess. But he wanted to compete up. Oh, okay. That's really what it was. He wanted to test himself, and I'm just like, man, you sure <laughs> about this? But there probably wasn't many purple belt 52-year-olds for him to go against. No, there was none. Yeah. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, I was the only older guy. I'd much rather stay stay in the you know regular master's division. I don't really want to go to the old man division. Okay. You know I mean? Because every time I've competed in that age group, it's not really been Much of a competition. It's not as competitive to me. You know what I mean? You know? If there's not the element of you may be losing – Right, it's yeah, not as exciting. I'm not even worried that much about it. God, that sounded horrible. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just I don't know, man. My physicality versus another dude that's my age physicality is different sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure I'm not the only fit fifty year old, but there's not a whole lot of them around here. The herd's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's just not yeah, that many around here. Thin. Yeah, you know. So like, it's just it's it's age demographic. I'm sure, but you know, I just I don't want to compete where it's a guarantee. What's the point? You know, I want to compete where it's a very good chance I won't win. Sure. You know what I mean? To me, that's what gets me excited. That's what gets me my nerves going. Got to have some butterflies or something yeah, before man. you go in yeah, there. Yeah, because it's just not fun the other way. I've done that. And it's not, not it's rewarding. Not yeah, there's no reward. You know, it's like beating up a little kid or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's well, how I felt when no I went against satisfaction. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did you get butterflies? I did, yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I was nervous. I, I was just like, I'm going to wreck this kid. Fuck it. <laughs> this kid. <laughs> How old are you? 40. 40. I'm 39. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> baby. Yeah. I'm old enough you to be babies. your dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the math. Let me see that. There's no way. There's no way. So, you know the, my mom. The gym. <laughs> The gym is expanding. Yes, we are. We're, uh, we're going. To, we're taking the building out. We're just too busy, man. We got like we need some more space. Um, also, we have um, the Louisville Royals. This Brandon's group of guys that have come in, and if you guys have never seen that, dude, Sundays at at noon. At noon. That's like a, it used to be one. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. But um, but Sundays at noon. Dude, it you could come in and just check it out. You know what I mean? If you just if you just want to be a spectator, it doesn't cost anything. These guys like it when people watch them beat each other up with, you know, these outfits on, man. And I'm telling you, this is not easy. I've, I've put on one of those kits quite a few times, man. And like that is a workout. Bro. Oh, I believe it. It is insane. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Just think about. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm strapped up to like a machine that's like, um, what is it called? Those stretch bands or whatever. Or whatever, like, but it's like on my wrist, my elbow, my yeah. shoulder, my hip, every my direction, knee, yeah, because they're just weighted everywhere, dude. And then you gotta, then you gotta um, not fall down, which is I have a problem with. <laughs> and then, then you gotta like wield a weapon, you know what I mean? And then you have to attack somebody with it. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> it's do, hard, man. Do it's people really get hard. dropped often? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it happens. Yeah, who's the person who's hit you the hardest, Brandon? Um, let's let's drop some names here. I don't know if – well, I'd say uh, I've had a couple of big shots that I remember pretty good. Ricky Rayom has hit me okay. pretty hard. In the um, head? Yeah, I've got I've got a crease on my helmet from that one, I think, from a two-handed <laughs> axe. 
Two-handed uh, axe. Yeah, and then I also... Does that uh, sound worse than it actually is, a two-handed axe? No. No, I don't think it sounds like that. <laughs> not, not accurate. <laughs> yeah. I got hit pretty hard in the head yeah. with a two-handed axe. Yeah, um, and then I also took one to the hip, also a two-handed oh, axe. Yeah. Oh, so I can see where And that, that one got in between the plates of my armor and actually hit my skin, you know, like... You were bleeding? The padded part. And uh, it's not a sharp blade, so it kind of like cleaved the muscle against the bone with the impact so it didn't it didn't cut my skin but it cut the muscle underneath if you know what i mean yeah and i've got a scar from that one that was a lot of fun so yeah those are those are the ones i remember the most okay um could we do a summary of the class availability at louisville combat academy like what is the schedule holly schedule we um, have noon classes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday for jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday are pretty much the same schedule. We've got jiu-jitsu at noon. Then we have a strength and conditioning class at 530. Okay. And that's DJ? That's me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. DJ that's what's today. on Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. Too. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Racist and sexist. Yes. Misogynist. <laughs> Don't forget that. All of them. Yes. And then also on Monday and Wednesday, we have kids boxing. Okay. AJ coaches that. And then we've got our kids jiu-jitsu at 6.30, fundamental jiu-jitsu at 6.30, and then our adult class at 7.30. Okay. And Tuesday, Thursday, of course, there's the Muay Thai kickboxing at 6.30. 6.30 to 7.30, followed by wrestling, 7.30 to 8.30. That's right. every Tuesday and Thursday. And but on Thursdays, there's a geek class, too. There's a geek. Okay, that's right. There yeah. is. On Just on Thursdays because Tuesdays is my day off. Or it's also my day to go to Richmond because so, I still got to go learn, too. Cause I'm never going to be not learning, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just the way jiu-jitsu is. You're never going to not learn. So. But um, that's not a country. You're never going to not learn. <laughs> Channeling my inner Ferguson here. Once that expansion happens, we'll have – We'll add more days to the armored combat schedule there, too. So mm. it, it won't just be on Sundays, but there'll be several days throughout the week because we'll have a dedicated area there as well. So, I'd like to see a permanent camera set up in the new armored combat area. Yeah. So you can make like highlight reels of people getting dropped. Yeah, we could totally do something like that with minimal investment. In all jokes aside, you probably could. You have a yeah. camera like that up. Yeah, we're live streaming right now. If you're just listening on Spotify, <laughs> we also do um, the Facebook live videos. If you're in the Kelly Patrick Facebook group, and you can actually hear us broadcast live and interact with the show. So if you're listening to the show on the live right now on Facebook live, you can interact with us in the comments section. And if you only listen on Spotify, don't forget to go to Facebook and join the group, and then you can interact with us during the show. A lot of wholesome, very wholesome content in there. Yes. Yeah, I think last week we were asking our live viewers what kind of porn they looked up on Pornhub. Yeah, and that's and, uh, good. Yeah. It's good to get that out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what we may, what kind of interactions we may get this week. But. Well, if we know Pornhub action, that's no nothing I'm interested in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my wife is sitting right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Holly. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, porn... You hear people talk about porn. In all seriousness, it gets pretty fucked up if you talk start talking about human trafficking and stuff. Yeah. Porn, yeah. a lot of times, has some really, really crazy shit going on. What kind of shit are you looking up, dude? All of it. <laughs> Supposedly all of it, or not all. I'm sure there's some voluntary people doing porn. 
But a lot so, of it is is uh, human trafficking. People from other countries, and they're like they look like they're poor as hell, like, and then they don't have many choices, and it's like exploitation. Exploitation, but Why I mean, you want to watch that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it does sound fucked up, right? <laughs> but that is, Only of course, very popular. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. This no, it does. This is a good honest it, question, though. It like, it is. Men would never ask that, but like, yeah. <laughs> and, and from my understanding, I thought everybody was like step bros. Yeah, like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's the results on. You just, just assume. What are you doing, step bro? Like I just. Nope. Have you ever okay, looked at those things? Of, yeah, what, yeah, what are yeah. the <laughs> most common um, searches for porn? Yeah. A lot of it's like step stuff. That's what. I, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, it's like yeah, weird. Yeah. Really see, now see, I'm not the only one that says no, it. No, it is true. It's it weird. is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean step? So it says like uh, step uh, mother step and stepson. Step, yeah, like or, weird. Yeah, weird oh. that, family. For some reason, people are drawn to that type stuff. And I don't know if it's people are really drawn to it or if that's just it's just taboo. Is it causation or correlation? You know what I mean? I think you're right. I think it's just taboo. It's, it's just, just like whatever that's is off a, limits. Whatever is going to like, you know, make a bigger. Maybe they're just trying to market to the people in Kentucky. <laughs> is that And they're right? just like, hey, they like family. Could be. I, I have a feeling. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's pretty messed up. And it goes by countries, too. The the certain searches are, you know, yeah. of course, very. They say no to your audience. So maybe they're just trying to pander. <laughs> Good thing. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Does it work? Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, so about this. <laughs> anyway, so about this gym expanding. Um, the other side, we have this guy named DJ McComas. He runs a kettlebell and mace class. Okay. He also run. He also runs a um, knife entanglement uh, class or whatever. He's certified to do all that. Very so cool. it's not like he's just some goofy dude. No, DJ's super yeah. legit. Yeah. yeah. And he's actually from. He actually originated from uh, Gracie, Kentucky, and came over. Yep. And uh, man, what a what a what a what an addition he's been. You know what I mean? Super, super nice guy. guy. Yeah. Super great guy, you know. Um, Everybody just, loves his class. Yeah. It, I, I absolutely love his class. I love it. Love it, love it. And those, of course, are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. 5.30. 5.30. Yeah. Okay. It's worth it. I, that, I love that class. And of the expansion, yeah, some of the that space is going to be used for that. Yeah. So half of it's going to go for uh, Brandon and his uh, steel fighting guys. And our little royals. I don't know. Sometimes I say either one. I don't know what. Yeah, it's, it's, they're combat. both correct. Yeah, both they're all correct. Right? Yeah. Um, and then of course the other half is going to be DJ's place where he um, where he holds his classes and stuff. And of course it, you know he those, those classes are going to expand in time and you know frequency once that opens up too. So. I've been to a couple classes recently on Thursdays, and then I think I was there on a Monday not long ago where it's just packed. Like there's just people everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mondays and Wednesdays are big days. Is that right? Those are kind of the. It's our big jujitsu day. Yeah, so the, like, the jujitsu class at night has big numbers. Yeah, yeah it has big numbers. The seven thirty. Actually, man, even the beginners class, starting to get some good numbers. We, I started, I had this great idea. I was like, hey, when the kids come in, for six thirty class, twenty kids right now too. So twenty four. So the yeah, total there was 20, twenty four the other day on the mat. Twenty four kids in one class. In one yeah, class, yeah, not class. just so signed saying, up. But yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a lot. And then, uh, no, maybe there's my train of thought. <laughs> you, you were talking about you're saying the beginners was, class. Oh, yeah. So the beginners, the beginners class. class at the same time. We run the beginners class in tandem with the um, with the kids class. Okay. Because we were kind of going after the parents a little bit. Like, hey, maybe we can get them to sign up, you know, or that do a family sense. plan. That does end up. And we've had quite a few actually well, do it that. Works out. Yeah. The parents can take class while the kids are taking class. 
Oh, yeah. Everybody takes class and then they go yeah. home. Yeah. The biggest problem with that is now we've, we used to have, we have a 24 by 24 foot cage that we bought from Ian and Somerset mm-hmm. like a couple years ago. Good, good cage, and, right? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Still great condition, you know. Um, good price. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, and he's at Somerset Martial Arts Academy, I believe, yep. in Somerset or whatever. Yeah. Super great guy. Um, and, um, we usually use that for the classes because it's so big you can have a whole class in there. Sure. Not anymore. Now that's Too small. that. Yeah. Now we have to go the cage and there's another section down below that the kids aren't using. We have to use that too. So I'd be very glad when this is over with so I can have more space. When the expansion is over with. Yeah. You're gonna leave yeah. that cage there. No. 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 The cage is gonna come down. We're gonna use the cage panels in the steel fighting section because that's also gonna double as our MMA. Area as well, so it won't be an actual cage, but for the sake of wall work and shit, you'll yeah, still have you'll that. still have the wall, you'll still have the everything you need yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's still going to be what, like twenty three by twenty four. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you're going to have the that. same space, just a different shape. So the cage where, where the cage currently is is going to be mats. Yeah, all mats. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we'll have around well over two thousand square feet of just mat space. Okay. Yeah. How long ago was it that you got your twenty five hundred actually your your black belt uh, from not from I guess from Eddie Brock. From Eddie, um, it was a little over a year ago, about a year and two months, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, so you uh, guys have been officially tenth planet Louisville for over just a over now. a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has that helped uh, overall, like enrollment and things? One hundred percent. Is that right? Yeah. When and and I would say there's usually two, three big reasons why people call or come. Either it's Ten Planet, it's the kids program, or it's the Fergusons. Okay, you know I'm saying. Okay. And now that these other programs are getting built up, now that Jason Wise back in it and he's doing the MMA program, now people are starting to realize, oh, Jason's back. Okay, so all the old school guys that were fighting back when he was fighting, with those guys are starting to call because, like, oh, okay, we know who this guy is, you know. And there's nobody like him left. You know what I mean? Like everybody MMA, else that's MMA like coach him specialist. are gone. You know, the only other person that would <laughs> can't wait when he hears this, but the only person that was like him was Mike Yanez, and he ran Highlander back in the day, which is where the Fergusons come from. Chewy came from them. Uh, Joe Hank. I mean, just tons and tons and tons of good people. You know what I mean? So, but he's gone now. So like he's back down in Florida. Jason's the only old school guy. What was that, Brandon? Would you say, Brandon? <sighs> What was that? I don't know about Mike Giannis. Just tired. Mike Giannis <laughs> is a character. I've, he is a character. I've never he's met him in person, but I did interview him once yeah, on the, yeah, on the show. He's How did it go? How was the interview? It was fun. I kept yeah. asking people. I made a post in the Kelly Patrick Show group. I'm interviewing Mike Giannis. I remember Who has that. questions. I think you commented, no, no thanks. I, yeah. Brandon. Well, no, you asked. Specifically, you asked, does anyone have anything any questions for him? And I just said no. <laughs> I mean, you it's know. It's funny, though, because he was, he was handling it. He's like, I know people talk shit about me or whatever, but, and if you talk to the Fergusons about him, they're like, well, people talk shit about him, but, you know, he's a very experienced He good knows coach. his stuff. Yeah, he, he knows his to, shit. Uh, Pablo Popovich's dad is the guy that he trained under since he was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the dude's not without knowledge, okay? This dude knows a lot about yeah. jiu-jitsu. His personal life is questionable. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what people have the most problem with i'll say that and i'll leave that alone because i don't want to talk dirty about him because no, you know, no, I don't ferguson's think really ferguson's really respect him and though i don't necessarily show the same respect on a personal level they do so i want to be respectful to them so. the fact that they shows respect to him yeah, says yeah. something and i trust their judgment sure as do i 
But uh, anyway, so yeah. so the kids program you said tenth planet Louisville, and also the specialization of like Jason Y with the MMA program. Yeah, yeah, and the Ferguson's and, and just you know that's really our biggest draws right now. So and it's going good. Cisco's going to build his class up. It's already building quickly. You know, what I mean, he had like one or two guys show up the first day because after Chad left, whatever. Now we're back up to the numbers we had when Chad was, you know. There was one class. week where they were like, yeah, Chad had, had to take a job, and so there was no <laughs> wrestling class. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Oh, I was freaking out, dude. I was yeah, for me out. personally, because I like going there on Thursday. Yeah, I was yeah, everybody like, got used to it being there, and it's like, oh, we're not doing this now? Yeah. I was like, hold on. Yeah, well, let me. I, there's, I got some fires and I got some irons in the fire. Let me let me see if I can try to pull one. Earlier, out. I said Ilvane, uh, Chris, the Cuban guy, yeah. and Devin. Mm-hmm. I should have also said John. Yeah, John only wrestles. He only wrestles, but he's awesome. He's yes. like gotten real good at wrestling, and he takes it serious. He's Is that the younger, real nice guy? kid? That's yeah, the, yeah. He kind of looks older, but he's younger. Yeah, they tried to talk him into doing jujitsu. Chris and them keep trying to talk him into it. He's like, so nah. far, he's like, nah. <laughs> That's okay. Is that right? I mean, mm-hmm. as long as he's getting his fix with it, you know, that's do you know. I think he, isn't he still in high school? Yes. Okay. So but he's big and strong. He's he bigger and stronger than he's re- Okay, if he he's wrestles in high school, it's probably the right thing to do then. No, he No, I don't think he wrestles in high Yeah, he does not oh, wrestle. Oh, he homeschools. He yeah. doesn't. No. Oh, that's no. interesting. That's cool. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Good for him for, yeah. I don't know how he ended up with a specific oh. wrestling niche like that. I wonder that's if awesome. uh, can homeschool kids compete against high school kids if they wrestle. And there stuff? are can certain they, programs that? that you yeah. can join. Yeah. Like Cisco some just s- did one of those. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Cisco's pretty in tune with all the wrestling stuff here locally. And yeah, and he's abroad. looking to start to get our guys competing too. Yeah, and yeah in wrestling yeah. stuff. Yes. Oh, wow. Cisco competed in a wrestling tournament like two weekends ago or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I forget did, what it uh, was. Zach did too. Yeah, very cool. The wrestling obviously is a real valuable component. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're trying to build combat MMA, sports. Yeah. If you're trying to build an MMA fighter and you have a good wrestling program, you're going to be way ahead yeah. of everybody else because that's the hardest program to get, hardest program to keep. Guys it's, like John who just go to wrestling are very valuable because I rare. go in there. Rare. Very rare too. Yeah. It's super valuable because wrestling can get. I mean, Cisco plays like real heavy metal music and he's like, all right, hand fighting and, and it's just like, and I got yeah. you going with Ilvane and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm just. <laughs> Ilvane's like slamming me around. And yeah, he's Ahmad like, had started out just wrestling. What's that? Ahmad. Oh, okay. Out yeah, just that's wrestling. what Ahmad did. He's yeah. doing more jujitsu now, isn't he? More yeah, Muay Thai. A little bit more Muay Thai. Yeah, way more Muay Thai than he was um, doing jujitsu. But for he sure. told me he's been trying to do a little, at least a little bit more jujitsu. Yeah, he came in a, f- you know, he's been coming a couple more times here and there. But that yeah, would be the one area that he could focus on over time to be an MMA fighter, right? Oh, absolutely. For Ahmad. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's got the wrestling. Well, and he's a kid. He doesn't always have a ride. You know, his parents work. So I think if he had the capability to be there. He's a workhorse. Yes. Yes. He would be there. Where does he live at? Does he live around the gym? He goes to Fern Creek High School. Yeah, he's got to live somewhere close, right? I don't know. We'll figure that out. But but, uh, real real good kid. Yeah, I hate to see anybody with that kind of He's had a Muay Thai match. Yeah, he's already had. Oh, yeah. yeah. He beat the crap out of that dude, too. And he's got a great attitude. I have a feeling he's going to be a good MMA fighter. I think so, too. You never know yeah, when someone turns becomes an adult and they have to get a job and shit. You yeah. Know, hopefully they get to keep training. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because how many guys have you seen over the years who are good when they're a kid and then, like, they got to get a job and they got bills um, and a girlfriend yeah. and shit like that? All the that? time. Yeah. All the time. 
<laughs> difficult to predict probably who's going to be usually it's the girlfriend that takes them out to be honest the girlfriend's the main <laughs> yeah, one they get, that I mentioned. they get a girl like oh man i had all this free time now i got this girl sorry jujitsu you know <laughs> or whatever that's why it's probably good to already be training before you get with your partner brandon were you you were already training before you and Lori got together yeah yep so she couldn't come in and say all right you need to stop training Right. Yeah. No, I'm already doing this. We so. You guys weren't. You guys were together before AJ started training, and you yeah, were just dancing. You were dancing. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. That was your out. That stuff, was your yeah. physical outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't done that for years. Once I started doing MMA, I was so bad out of shape. It was ugly. I jogged around a block. I was gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, Good grief, man! I was 33. I was like, Good grief. I should be in this bad of shape. So then, what got you into a, a combat sports gym, AJ? And Holly, um, you, you you tell your version also. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching UFC with some buddies. Okay. This is a typical story because I'm, you know, so basic. But um, I was watching some, and then one of the guys was like, hey, man, I know somebody who does that, man, in Louisville. I said, do you really? And he's like, yeah, man. They, I said, they do it in, in Louisville? And they're like, yeah. And this was back in 2006. And, I, and he was like, yeah, man, this dude named Jason Bryant. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, which is probably the best thing that ever happened to MMA at the time in Louisville because he yep. was such a good. He, he was always really good at like promoting himself and everything. So anyway, yeah. But the guy never would go. That's what it so pissed me off so bad. I was like, dude, are we gonna go? And he's like, uh, you give me an excuse. And I said, dude, just give me the address. Just where it's at. Fucking, I'll go. And so that's what happened. He gave me the address, and I showed up, and Marco was the first one I met. Yeah. He he looked like the most meanest looking little Mexican dude I ever seen in my life. I thought he was gonna kill people, and it made me question why I even showed up. And you know, who is it? Mean. Who? His name is Marco. Marco, Marco Aguirre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, super great guy. And the funny thing is, like, we became super good friends after that. He's a super nice guy. You know what I mean? But he just looks. He just has that look, man. You know, like some people look intimidating. Some people don't. You know, this dude did not look like, you know, Dewey Cox. You know what I'm saying? He looked like somebody about to shake somebody into prison yard or something you know what i mean and i was like why in the world did i show up this is what why i don't i don't want to do that <laughs> and then but i did it anyway and i was completely hooked after that yep but, okay yeah. sounds pretty consistent with your recollection holly yeah okay and and, and so you you went in and you're like this not for me naturally real good no gosh no i'm, I'm guessing and it's because of that that i stayed because dancing when you first started the competitive dancing stuff, nah, you mean, were not real good at that difficult. either. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. So that that's similar, that similar, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a similar. You're, you're like it's got to yeah. be a challenge. If it was real easy day one, to, then you wouldn't have yeah wanted to stick around. Oh yeah, they relate to like I'm I'm like a lot of stuff that I do jujitsu wise, like the movements and stuff are easily relatable to break dancing. Um, if you watch uh, Gio and Boogie Martinez, the Boogie Brothers, man, they. They're super good at breakdancing and also super good at jujitsu. The the movement relates. The okay. hip movements, the low to center gravity, it's all related. All okay. Related. And uh so age thirty three was your first exposure to combat sports. Yep. Yep. Got my butt kicked just like everybody else for the first six months. <laughs> and then after that you learn. How important yeah. is that first six months to not bitch out? Obviously. Super important. Obviously most people you quit. Yeah, I think probably Probably 70% quit then. And then they get their blue belt and the rest of the 90% quit. <laughs> so of the 10% that stick around? <clears throat> yeah, less than 1% are black belt. Or end up getting a black belt. Less than 1%. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. 
and Brandon, your exposure to martial arts started earlier. You did at least some Taekwondo or karate when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. My mom got me into martial arts when I was younger. She enrolled me in Taekwondo and stuff. And, um, you know, so I got into that and my, my Taekwondo instructor, his, his name was, uh, Ira Little. It was a one karate on Preston highway in Oklahoma. <laughs> and, um, man, Ira. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you knew Ira. I knew Ira, Steve, Bobby yeah. Howard. I don't know. Yeah, guys. and uh, and I tell you, man, like coming from from a kid's point of view, like Ira was a hard ass on us. You know what I mean? Like he he like went hard on us, and we had to go hard on each other. Yeah. So I learned at an early age that like Taekwondo was full contact for me. It was never that watered down what stuff that you see at tournaments, <laughs> man. Like, for me, it was like you're learning how to fight, and this is the style that we're using. Right. You have to punch harder. You have to kick harder. You have to, you know. And so when I did uh, my tournaments and stuff, I went out and I'd spar with people, and, like, I'd beat their ass because they're used to just hopping around and trying to get these little taps, and I'm yeah. trying to punch you in the face. You know? Yeah, they're, they're, they want points. Yeah. You yeah, want yeah. to I wanted to yeah. knock them out, yeah. yeah. So um, <clears> That makes a difference. <laughs> kind of natural for me to to make the uh, the leap over wasn't too bad. Okay, Holly, um, you do some uh, yeah. combat sports. Yes. What has your journey been with you personally training uh, jujitsu, striking? Okay. Been about three years. And how how long uh, did you did you think you would ever get into it? Never. Okay. Never. What prompted you to do it? Was AJ trying to get you to do it, or you did it on your own? I did it on my own. Well, he's always asked me to do it. Okay. He's always asked me to do it. I was just never interested. I didn't have a lot of time. Um, I was sick. I had I have MS, so there was a time that I just wasn't able to do it. So just got myself healthy and been going about three years now. Okay. And what's your favorite um, martial arts class to attend? Oh, jiu-jitsu. Just a jiu-jitsu Absolutely. class. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, she started out with Muay Thai. Okay. Mm-hmm. Class. Uh-huh. Um, she was just, it was right when she was starting to like come out of it. Or I guess you would consider it a remission. That's, that's the easier way to say it, I guess. I You're getting really pretty that's healthy. That's what it is, but yes. she was getting healthier and she was like, well, I want to do something. Da, da, da. So me and her took the Muay Thai class for like the first few months or whatever. You know, Cause at first her balance is really bad. It's much better now. You know what I mean? So, you know, worked I, out pretty good. I think it's a cool We're testament to, you know, that anyone can kind of, Right? You can oh, start absolutely. and you can benefit from any of the classes. Absolutely. Maybe absolutely. the wrestling may be a little intense for some people. It depends. Yeah. But you can probably I make Carla. it. Like Carla did the wrestling I, last and, night. Right, right. Yes. So if she's coming back, I want to get back in there. Do it, yeah. It, when she doesn't have too much homework on Thursday nights, okay. she'll do the wrestling class. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have school today for President's Day or something. So she didn't. Um, normally, she comes with me to kickboxing Thursday night. Then while I do wrestling, she's sitting there doing homework. Right, right. So I don't know that she'll be there every week, but she voluntarily did it last night. She enjoyed awesome. it. Ahmad awesome. was a real good partner with her. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So the the takedown game is is super important. But I think it's super cool to have a um, advanced level of people in each class, but also to have the people who are the newest. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. that's probably very important to the health of the overall gym too. Oh, absolutely. To, to absolutely. be inclusive of anyone who walks in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it is, you know. We have a great group of members right now. When we have new people come in, everybody welcomes them with open arms. Let me help you out. Let me show you. It's super cool to have that culture yes. going on in, in, in Louisville Combat Academy. It yeah, definitely does gotta, exist from have, what I've seen. Yeah, you got to have a product for everybody. You know what I mean? You can't just be 
because that's what I wanted. I didn't want a product for everybody. I wanted like I wanted a bunch of fighters and okay. But that's not really conducive to a bank account. That's, sure, doesn't have all zeros. You know what I'm saying? But then <laughs> also, also, if you think about it down the road, you're more uh, uh, friendly to the dad who's 40 and wants to try class. Oh yeah. But then his 16 year old kid, them his than, uh, there's way more of them. They pay yeah. the bills. But then their 16 year old kid who wrestles in high school maybe is like, okay, now I'll do this too. Yeah. So yeah, it, the more the more of times. those people at the top that you have, the more likelihood of other people to come in and and to yeah. contribute, maybe even to the fight team. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I recruit parents sometimes off of the kids' class coming in. People, you know, recommend That's their kids come in. That's how we built our fundamental class. Yeah. The kids. From the, the kids will come in. You know, the parents will say, "Hey, we heard about the kids' program. They'll try it. They'll see what what I'm doing, and they're like, yeah, I want to sign the kids up.' And then next thing you know, they're like, "Well, I'm I'm already here anyway.'" Might as well do something. We're like, yeah, man, hop on the mats. Let's do it. I can see that being a difficult conversation sometimes. Have you ever met a dad who brings their kid in and you're looking at the dad and you're like, this guy looks like he's in good shape. Is he a CrossFitter? Mm -hmm. You feel like saying like, what the fuck, man? Why? That's what I said. Why aren't you? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. Seriously? Yeah. 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 Like I'm super. Why aren't you training, sir? I'm super personal with everybody and and I try and come off in in a, um, in a, in a, a super nice way, friendly way, inclusive way. And I'm just like, Hey man, why aren't you training? Hop on the mats, okay. man. Like whenever you get some time one day, wear, wear some gym clothes and hop on the mats with me. We'll just get a few rounds in just to see if you like it. You know? Yeah. And you know, you're not trying to kick their ass. So you're, co- right. right. You're comfortable with like getting them on and helping them. Sure. My, my so point, I can see that as long as you're confident with it, you know that you're trying to help them. You're not trying to set right. them up to get beat. Right. I'm just trying to be an ambassador for the sport at that point, because I feel like once people try it, they're going to love it, man. Agreed. You know? So, you know, my job is to get you to try it and have a good experience with it, not to dominate you or show you that I can kick your ass. I mean, maybe some young 20-year-old comes in there and thinks that he's hot shit on the street and then is like, I want to try I want to try and take you out. Well, all right, that's ass. a little different, you know. <laughs> I might choke that kid a little harder, actually, you know, just for the fun of it. But Yeah. This ain't as easy as it looks on TV, son. That's not very common <laughs> where people do that, is it? Um, no, I've, I've had it happen a few times throughout, a few times. yeah, yeah, a few times throughout my career, yeah. When people same, just question it. Yeah, it's the same people are like, oh, can't do that stuff. I get too angry. I'll, you know, I'll like see red and black out. Yeah. You know those guys. Yeah, you see the memes about that type <laughs> stuff, but it it actually it really have, it really does happen every now and then, and actually a little bit more often than you would think. Um, is but you know the those guys a lot of times they don't really want to test themselves so that's the excuse they use to not right. test themselves so it's it's a little more rare that that attitude actually makes it all the way into the gym. Okay, yeah. And then, and once, then they, they actually test it. Right. And then once it gets tested their ego gets smashed and a lot of times they don't come back. Nope. 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 And I think we had one rate. recently. Yeah. Do, I, I, I had one of my friends that I do yeah. podcasts with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my friends I do podcasts with. They wanted to come in and... And try jujitsu, and I said, we do MMA. You know, I was like, let's do MMA or whatever. He had never trained anything. Mm. And he was like, no, no, no. We're just going to pretend we're at a party, and your wife tells you to remove the drunk guy. He gave me some real specific scenario. <laughs> Wasn't allowed to punch or anything. That sounds like role-playing to me, <laughs> man. Yeah, uh, right. Are we going to make love? Did, how much does this guy pay you? Yeah. No doubt. No, but I got him in You guys agreed to it. You guys agreed to right. it. But and he signed the form, and he came into Louisville Combat Academy. And Yeah, and let, he, let, let's, let's say something real quick, though. That's not a normal thing that happens. We don't like – we're not street beefs, bro. We don't, you know, I'm just allowed to come in normally. I've yeah. known Kelly for years and years. And you come in and, like, sell your – 
shit. And that's not really how we do it. That's no, not that's why not we common. Do it. Yeah, but, you know, it just the situation just sign up. He has a son who wants to yeah. train. He said that he wanted him to train too. I don't know if they're going to come back, but he only gave me two minutes. He said two, one two-minute round. That should be enough time. I was like, can we do five? He's like, no, two minutes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, this guy's stuck. He's like 220. You know, he's a little shorter than me, but he's like a power lifter. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I hope I can get him down because my takedowns suck. <laughs> and I was like, I think if I can get him on the ground, I can hope probably choke him. He's never done anything. Right. So I shot a shitty double. He sprawled, and then we scrambled, and I guillotined him pretty quick. <laughs> Within about a minute, nice. so I did get him. Yeah, and I was like, I was so nervous about that shitty little challenge match. My heart was racing. I was like, I gotta fucking get this. It was Isaiah and BJ were watching. Oh, that's nice. why. those were the that's only ones. Yeah, I was like, God, if I can't get this guy, who's never done anything. But yeah. I got him, and to his credit, he posted on Facebook like addressing it like twice. And so he's admitting it. He said he's not going to come back into train, which sucks. But and I won't drop his name now, but. It happened. He one of those jujitsu don't work guys. That was one. He was, but now he says that he, he he has changed his tune on that. Good for him. Yeah, that's a rare case. It works. He just doesn't want to know it. Way to teach him a it. lesson. I guess. I guess. Yeah. He just doesn't want to. That's the thing that I don't understand is people get introduced to it and they know that it exists and then they still refuse the information. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like, well, that's willful ignorance. Why would you not right. want to know how to defend yourself? I may yeah. have been scared right before the match. I was like. Thinking, Isaiah weighs less than me and he's shorter than me. Why don't you just go against Isaiah? I was going to have him go with Isaiah. Because all I really cared about was, was proving that jujitsu works. Right. And then I was like, no, if I do that, I'm going to look like a pussy. For sure. Yeah. So I did get it. Shot a shitty double. Ended up getting him. So it worked. But I, was, worked I thought about passing it off to Isaiah because I know he would have been Ready too bad to it wasn't a draw. He's always ready. A draw would have yeah. been worse. A yes. draw after two minutes. Because oh, only pussies do that, right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, but anybody. No, that isn't com- that isn't a comment. A common thing is to have challenge matches and shit like that, is it? No, not at all. Not at all. I have <laughs> we had somebody come in and they were they weren't even a member or something. They like, hey man, man, I've got this problem with this guy. Come over here and say I'm like no. no, absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. That is this, a nightmare. What do you mean? This guy told me that, that he went into Manganello's gym years ago and uh-huh. kind of challenged Manganello, and uh-huh. Manganello was like, no thanks. Yeah. Kind of like that. Like, what's in it for him? Yeah. And, yeah. and this guy walked away from Manganello's gym saying, ha, must not work. <laughs> and so then I'm like, what the fuck, man? That's... He just didn't oh, think you were no, worth no, his no. time. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, somebody wanted to fight somebody else. Oh, I now, see. Somebody coming in and challenge... Nah, I'm I'm down. You're down now. I'm, you're 50. What about when you're 60? Well, I don't know. I guess I have to be down. If I'm in the gym, I've got to be down. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, Holly? That's how Tim Planet does it, bro. Like, uh, they they think throw people out of the system once, for that. Once you get too old, you just start getting enforcers. You get mad enforcers, and you're just like, hey, take care of this motherfucker. I got a Springfield XDS. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this guy said on the that's Facebook Holly. post. Is I ended up saying, okay, well, then do a match with me. And he's like, well, if I had to, I'd just get my gun. I'm like, what the fuck, man? That doesn't yeah, even, we even prove anything. Here. What are we doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. we're talking then. So, <laughs> but you you would if someone came in and said, "Hey, I'd like to test myself against you." Absolutely. But there has to be a line where you are like, "This guy looks like a crackhead. What's in it for me?" Right? Um, yeah. If I'm scared, if he bleeds on me, I catch something. I'm not. If he looks it. unclean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dirty. Yeah. 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 I mean, I do not that. many I mean, people like, doubt the validity like, of yeah. jujitsu and MMA yeah. these days, do they? Yeah. If it's a legitimate thing, then absolutely, I'm down with that. Yeah. You would actually enjoy it. Oh, of course I'd enjoy it. That would be fun. 
Yeah, you get I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine where you're at in your journey? Is somebody that don't know jack shit? You get to you get to you get to fuck them up. Yeah, I did. You know I, mean? I don't mean yeah. fuck them up, but I mean you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a different term for me. Fucking them up. But, and you, you have a me? reason. Like for I get it. to like kill it's them just, with jujitsu. It, it's entirely yeah. justified too. Yeah, yeah. It's but, not I like mean, you're yeah, bullying yeah. them. They were questioning yeah. you, and you were standing up for yourself in a fair way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna do that with somebody. It's just like, oh, I'm brand idiot. new, and it's fun for me when somebody brand new comes in. Yeah. There's levels to that stuff. Yeah, no, the, the the saying that there are levels to combat sports is very true. Yeah. Super accurate. Holly wrecks the kids' class. Bro. <laughs> yeah, she does. She runs through them. The mad enforcer for the kids' class? Yeah. All of them. All right. the kids. She beats them all up. Yep. <laughs> We're the same size. So yeah. <laughs> it's fun for me to have somebody to roll with that's right. my size. There's literally kids in that class that weigh more than you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yanni, yeah. too, is... Not real big, and so she's always saying, like, would she, she doesn't be mad work. if you tell what she weighs on. She would, yeah. She would, okay. Off air, also. Actually, I don't care. She weighs, I think, like 102. Oh. Oh, we wear the same. Yeah. We wear the same. About the same, yeah. Yep. Dude, About the exact come, same. Tell her to come in and roll with Holly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is she, like, completely it, not interested in that at all, ever? Um, I tricked her into going to one Gina Elliott seminar. Oh, okay. Yeah, heck yeah, man. And um, she. Did it, and she said she had fun, but she doesn't want to do anything else again. Oh, but she does proudly announce that she, in Cuba, in school, she went two and one in street fights at school. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who am I to question that? I don't know. Yeah, okay. She did lose one, but she said she won two, and she lost one. Though, there's no way to confirm that. To verify. Like, hey, can yeah, I get I some of these contacts? I believe her. Yeah. What's the, what, what's the other person's name? I yeah. Don't know that. Yeah. Speaking of street yeah. fights, uh, Chance Beck is on the live stream there, and he just commented. Oh, he says, uh, "He says we want Detroit dust." I think he wants us to interview Dale from Detroit, D- uh, Detroit Urban Survival Training. Oh my god! Are you familiar with Dale? Can I be a part of that? Yeah, I'd love to. So everybody wanted to talk about that more. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure most of the listeners know who we're talking about when we say Detroit Urban Survival Training, um, but he's. Gone viral on Instagram and Facebook, making these videos of uh, intelligent options to increase your survivability. I messaged him on Facebook. Hey, can I interview you? And he gave me his phone number, said I need to call and schedule it. I just haven't done it yet. Well, get the fuck on it then. Chance, there you go. We get to interview uh, Dale from Detroit Urban Survival Training. And I'm going to ask Dale about his encounter with Chance Beck. I don't know if you saw the videos. But I did Gina, not. Gina and Chance oh, went to I Detroit okay. and uh, interacted with him. And uh, also Brandon McGatherin, I'd like to ask yeah. his oh, opinion, yeah. which I believe I already know. We've <laughs> talked to Rob from McDojo Life about him. We've also what? talked with um, Timmy B from uh, Fight Insight Podcast. Oh, wow. Um, all about Dale from Detroit Urban Survival Training. So um, I'd like to even get Sean Strickland in. I don't know if you saw the video with Sean Strickland. Um, yeah. Was he was he kind of fucking with him? Um, well, it Strickland like, seems kind of like a. Did you see the video? No. Okay, so uh, this is in a gun shop. Apparently, Dale was doing some type of um, like a fan interaction thing. He was showing up and you know whatever. And Sean shows up there at the gun shop, and Dale decides he's going to demonstrate something on Sean, and Sean decides not to play along, and he gives him a shove, and Dale falls backwards over. The gun case, knocking the gun case down and everything else. Oh. So. Holly, are you out of here? Class. Okay. Oh, she's got class. Thanks for coming on, Holly. Actually, let's do one thing real quick. I'm going to do a quick break, and then I'll edit this break out. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. What was I missing there? I was, uh, so we were just looking over the live feed here, and uh, it shows uh, Chance Beck has made some comments here, and we were just talking about Detroit Urban Survival Training, and uh, he says that Dale clawed him in the eyes to get out of a rear naked choke. Oh, he really? He actually did. Yeah. So oh. he he did the, he did the technique where Chance goes to put in a rear naked choke, and he just reaches back and grabs Chance by the head and sticks his thumbs into Chance's eye sockets and just kind of peels Chance off of him. Chance, then you saw the video. Yes. What did he do? Uh, I mean, what anybody would do when somebody sticks thumbs in their eyes, he kind of winces and, you know, lets go. So He didn't beat beat him up or anything no he didn't no and uh so whenever he so came, now dale th- thinks a lot chance now dale yeah. think thinks that's a legitimate escape yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go around showing that to everybody i heard boss rootin one time some lady said to him well if you did that to me i would just po- poke you in the eyes and he goes okay let, let's do it let's see what happens you do that to me and she's like no i don't want to <laughs> yeah. chance says his nails weren't trimmed his nails weren't trimmed, yeah, so oh. I'm sure that added an extra element to the uh, to the eye poke. Probably Ouch. a little, little more uncomfortable that way. How tall is Dale Brown? Kind of big. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know. Chance, do you know? Yeah, I'm curious because he looks a little thick, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a pretty thick dude. Yeah, I'd I can't tell if he's big. A couple or hundred maybe... pounds, but he could be five eight. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, interesting. What's what's Chance say? He said, uh, "I didn't want to get shot by his <laughs> his what." By his burn, burner, is that what it says? B E R N A. Okay. Okay, my eyes are bad. I don't have my. So he had people with. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. If 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 Dale Brown's whole thing is that he's always got guns and he's got people around him with guns and stuff, I that chance would fuck him up in a street fight, easy. Well, sure. So would so would Sean Strickland, but oh my god! Uh, in the interview that Dale Brown did with. Tim from Fight Insight Podcast, Dale says, well, you know, if he wants to try it out, we can go out to the desert somewhere where there's where nobody is. You know, nobody else is there. There's no cameras. And, uh, you know, that's the always, that's always the weird response you get from people who don't want to. Who don't believe in their own try technique. Their stuff, yeah. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we can we yeah. can both go somewhere way out <laughs> far away where nobody will ever see this. And then he'll make some kind of weird claim. Yeah. Why he couldn't make it or something. I don't yeah. know. Some kind of weird stuff. Of course. So, he says Berna is non-lethal. Uh, so, and he says he's about five nine. Dale's about five nine, okay. two twenty-ish. He says so. Uh, the guy's you know, five nine. I'm five nine. That's exactly yeah. how tall I am, Me and too. I weigh about one hundred and seventy pounds. And so that means that Dale probably has me by a good what thirty, forty, fifty pounds. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and some hypertension, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's probably got some health issues. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Um, so, I mean, he probably is pretty stout, I'd say. And and but how much actual combat training has he done? Seems well, like most of his energy is focused on. I've seen I've seen a lot of stuff, like even from Vice back in the day, where he's been doing this for a long time. He's just now kind of becoming viral, but he's actually been doing this type of work for a very long time. Why does he show the dumbest shit on the planet? So weird. I guess he thinks that it's the most you? effective shit on the planet. Yeah, he's confused and wrong. I saw a video yesterday where he makes a good point. He says, "Look, if you're going, if you got a pepper spray and there's a crowd of people and you try and pepper spray somebody, a lot of times you're going to miss and you're going to spray other people. You don't want to do that. What you want to do is spray your hand and then rub it in their face. 
And I was like, well, that kind of defeats the that distance. That means you got to get close. That yeah, I think if you spray your hands, <laughs> that's likely to fuck you up. What an idiot. It could, yeah. Right? Have you ever sprayed pepper spray? No, I haven't. I have. Have you? Yes. It, and it gets you it's you're, everywhere. Yeah, it gets it's you. If you, you basically need to spray it while covering your eyes and then run the opposite direction. Because oh if you spray it and hang out there, he's suggesting you spray it into your own hands. Yes. And I'm, now, in his defense, he's wearing a glove when he was showing this demonstration. He wasn't using actual mace, but okay. uh, but let's see. Chance on there says, um, "Looks like it's trying to reconnect." Yeah. Are you hooked up to my Wi-Fi? Yes. Okay. Your Wi-Fi is shitty. He says, uh, "I don't know years. if you're on the right one. Could you check? There's two. There's one for downstairs, and one for upstairs." Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily want to do it now during the live feed, but it says uh, 20 years. He donates his time as a vigilante. Mostly helps women out of domestic violence situations. So it sounds to me like Chance, well, that's admirable. Chance is uh, a fan of Detroit Urban Survival Training. I would even say, though he po- he scratched him in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though Dale fan. scratched him, and uh, obviously implies that he can. Beat chance in a real match if that were the case. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, implying that. So, I mean, uh, what do you think of of uh, like self defense seminars? They're useless. Okay, that's kind of what I was. This self defense is something you get uh, you acquire over a length of time. You do not do right. that. The, you might get some relative insight on like some kind of spacing or awareness, but anybody who's more than six years old understands the concept of spacing and awareness. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, think, I, I think that we inherently understand that if we are or aren't in a negative situation. So that's, that's yeah. stupid to me. But. Well, here's here's one thing though. You say they're useless, and I, and I think maybe yes for learning technique that you're planning on applying in a deadly situation for practical right? purposes it's right. useless but for the gym maybe not necessarily useless right this because it could recruit new people this is a good way to get <laughs> that's yeah that, well, we, we've done that we've done that too man we didn't really have any success with it but and we even had some really good get people come in and do a self-defense like gina uh elliot came in and yeah one, and she does an excellent self-defense course or has a self a seminar right. or whatever super good yeah. And, um, yeah, we, I don't think we got even one person out of that. But yeah. either way, but the cool thing is, like, I even saw chicks I went to high school with that, like, showed up for that. So it was kind of weird and cool at the same time. But at least they have the information. It's good yeah. for the information, but, dude, if you don't have muscle memory, if you don't repetitively work at these defensive and or offensive techniques, it's useless, man. Yeah. Like, good grief. You can't. That's, that's like the person who wants to come in and be a fighter. Well, you got to wait a year in my gym to be a fighter if you have no experience. Most people just leave. Mm. Like, oh, no, 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 we'll do that. I'm like, okay, goodbye. See ya. Yeah. You, know, you need training. You need training all the time. Mm-hmm. And the smart person goes and gets the training when they don't need it. Yeah, they, they, they get the training, and then they're like, okay, I need more. They start to recognize, like, I've been training five days a week for years now, and I still have a bunch of holes. So yeah. I need to train more, that type of stuff. So I can see where maybe if they go to a self-defense seminar and they're like, oh, wow, I, I've got a big it's hole here. It opens your eyes. That's, yeah, if, that's, in yeah. theory, if that were to happen, I don't know how yeah. common that is, but I can see where people run self-defense seminars. They charge money to show up. You can get a bunch of numbers with like women's self-defense seminars. So I can see where you could make money from them. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, you could get an income from it, but... I mean, how practical, how helpful actually is it? Yeah, if they're not training on a regular basis, man. And to be honest, man, most of the, most of the women that are going to show up to that aren't ones who train on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a quick fix 
or or maybe they just you know they're just curious and those are the better you know quick fix people man you're never that's a that's a horrible way to live but you know you just man in, in self-defense you have to just you have to continuously do something yeah. you know what i'm saying the more you're out of practice well guess what the more you're out of practice and there's only, I mean, there's only so much, like, self-defense-specific material right. out there. Right. You know what I mean? Because when you talk about, like, specifically women's self-defense, you're talking about doing the things that you can't do in a sport fight, right? You're talking about poking eyes, kicking nuts, yeah. punching in the throat, uh, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Which is, you, Would you advise someone to do that? I'd even be nervous about advising a woman to kick a man in the nuts, I would be nervous about giving someone that advice. Uh, what, if, what if you're getting robbed and then you kick them in the nuts and then they kill you? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the best solution is. If you're being robbed by a bigger, stronger man, right. what do we want her to kick him in the nuts? Then we think he's going to leave her alone? Well, see, and that's, that's kind of the predicament that I think that uh, Dale Brown is in at Detroit Urban Survival is that, you know, when we look at these situations and in, in, in his argument, he says, well, I'm I'm giving you something to think about when there's no other option and you feel like you have to do something and this is what you could do. And yeah, I go, this, okay, it changes right, a lot. Okay, all right, changes look, the situation completely. I get it. I get that. But from a MMA fighter standpoint, I go, all right, look, if I'm trying to rear naked choke you and you go for my eyes, I'm going to bury my face into my own rear naked choke. Yeah, and you're either not going to get to my eyes or you're going to start poking my eyes and it's going to piss me off so hard that I'm going to squeeze until you fall asleep. And then once you're asleep, I might just nail the fuck out of you a couple of times while you're <laughs> right. unconscious for yeah. trying to poke me in my eyes. Poke you in your eye. You know what I mean? Like so that. it's one of those things where it's <laughs> you're like, you're trained, effective? you're trained, but yeah. let's imagine some big, strong guy strung out on crack is robbing some woman. Shouldn't she just be like, here's my purse. Please leave me alone. Yep. Uh, yes. I think so. But at what, at what point... We don't want her to get depends killed. On the, the worst depends if she's being assaulted or not. Right. I was you know going to say, I mean? at what like, point do you stop the compliance? Because then you know, now, now that assault. purse can be a weapon. So I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to advise anybody it's what a to difficult do situation. in any of these situations because A, we're not there live in the moment, and B, everybody reacts differently, and C, even though you think that you're going to react a certain way in a certain situation, sometimes in reality you actually don't. Yeah, you act yeah. out of instinct, and mm. it's completely fucking different than you had planned on, and next thing you know, you find out you're a fucking coward because you ran when you should have fucking, you know, punched or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Um, so what happens when you find out that you should have ran when you punched? <laughs> that I've too. had that happen before. <laughs> Man, I should have ran. Damn. Shit. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> For a man, so that's all for like women's self-defense type stuff. For a man, it'd be difficult to art- to put an argument together that I would buy that says, you're fine, you don't need to train at all. Does that make sense? Yeah, if you're a man, you've got a family, okay. you've got kids, and you're not willing to try to learn to defend yourself and your family at all. I learned that how dumb that is the very first day I ever showed up to a mixed martial arts gym. What happened? I got my ass handed to me. So and I wrestled realize, a little bit in high school, so I wasn't like totally oblivious okay. to some kind of martial art. Because wrestling, of course, is a martial art, sure. a grappling art. And um, I wrestled a little bit in high school. I wasn't great at it, but you know, I understood it. You know what I mean? And dude, I still got in there the first day and just got hammered, got submitted. And that very thing right there is the reason why I came back. I did not ever. When, of course, you're, there's always going to be somebody bigger, heavier, stronger, faster, blah, blah, blah. 
Like, but there ain't there. I'm, there's only one Gordon Ryan walking around. You know what I mean? So I guess got to be the best version of myself I can possibly be. The chances you're going to yeah. encounter someone on the street who can beat you in jujitsu is like We're pretty small. You know yeah. what I mean? And I ain't saying that because I'm some big jujitsu guy, but I train jujitsu six days a week. Yeah, and, you know and Chewy I mean? isn't out there attacking people on the street. Right? Yeah. Right. You, know what I'm you know what I mean? Yeah. The best. You know what I mean? He got way better stuff to do at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> the chances are that you're going to have a disadvantage when you get to the point where you've been training for years regularly. It's not as likely. It doesn't mean you're invincible. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that nobody that's ever done martial arts is like a bad guy, but I think it kind of filters that out a little bit too. You know what I mean? If a person is training all the time, he's probably got his priorities pretty good too. You know what I mean? He's not on the street begging for money and, you know, trying to rob a bunch of stores all the time or something. Like, you know what I mean? It's a different kind of personality, I think. Normally too. not super heavy drinkers. Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily, yeah. I'm sure there's some. Would you agree with that, Brandon? Yeah, probably probably some, but not a lot of drinkers. I think, yeah. uh, if anything, in the 10th Planet system, you see a lot of dudes that smoke weed. Really? Um, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. but... Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. But uh, what? it doesn't... What's weed? doesn't seem to hurt their performance any. You mean like Delta 8? You, know, you mean yeah. illegal stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's legal in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Where they do the high rollers tournament. But, oh, but that doesn't make people... I mean... Even the biggest critic of marijuana wouldn't say that it makes you violent. People don't smoke weed and then Very routine, yeah. routinely beat their wife. Makes you hungry. Yeah. Makes yeah. you tired. Yeah. You know, makes you happy. <laughs> uh, you don't want any part of this, Dewey. <laughs> Dewey Cox story. Yeah. That's a good movie. I saw that in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. What is it called? The Dewey Cox story? It's yeah. like a satire about Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> It makes you feel real good. It takes all your bad feelings and turns them into good feelings. Yeah, but you don't want any of this. You don't want any part of this. <laughs> Got it, Dewey. That's <laughs> Tim, Tim Meadows, the black guy from yeah. Saturday Night yeah, yeah. Live. Super funny guy. Super funny. I saw him in at the comedy, whatever it's called, in Louisville. What's it called? The co- Where you did stand up. The comedy... Caravan? Comedy um, Caravan is okay. what it was called okay. when I went there. That, was, that wasn't where I did it. I did a Cafe 360. Oh, okay. But, okay. I but Comedy oh, Caravan, okay. I think it's called something yeah. else now. Mm-hmm. But for years, it was called Comedy Caravan in yeah. Mid-City yeah. Mall. I yeah, I, was, I will always call that Comedy Caravan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's comedy something, you know? Chance Beck says he, he's a nice guy and he means well. Talking about... Uh, Dale at Detroit Dale. I think he's trying to distance himself now. He's like, eh, he's a nice guy, you know, means well. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, if you want to maintain relationships with people like that, you gotta, you can't just be bashing them left and right. So <laughs> right. I can't. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'll bash him and then bring him on the show. It's like, like if hey, you talk, if you talk about Daryl Ray, I mean, obviously we have to show him respect, right? No. <laughs> okay. Or or Rooster. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. There's He's my new man, There's not that many people like that out there. So Rooster, Rooster can we? T- I mean, sure. I don't understand what's going on with this guy. Didn't he have a fight with Aaron Allen? Yep. And yes. he didn't show up. Uh, well, they had it scheduled, it? and I, I believe, if I, if I remember correctly, Aaron was unable to do so because of personal reasons. And if I remember correctly, they have it now scheduled for a later date. Is that oh, correct? I Kelly? thought it was Rooster that canceled that. So it was Aaron. No, Aaron, had to have no, Aaron did okay. cancel okay, momentarily. He tried to reschedule. Uh, but okay. then Rooster said, okay, um, whatever. He was mad. He talked shit about Aaron because Aaron, Aaron's dad's real sick and his dog died and yes. he, had, he wasn't ready. So, right. so then Aaron said, okay, fuck it. I'm going to fight you. Well, let's go. February 4th. They okay. were supposed to fight. And then two days before, Rooster pulled out. So technically, it was Rooster uh, who pulled out. 
Oh, okay. Because I only heard the rooster part. Yeah, rooster is the one who ended up pulling out as the official as the official narrative. They are supposed to still fight. He's like good or something. Rooster, he's chicken. He's six foot five. And yes. he fights at like one two hundred, I think one eighty five or two oh five. I think yeah, he fights so. at two oh five, light okay. heavyweight. <clears throat> I think. Jeez. Yep. Yeah. So, but he's real big. But no, he's got. If I showed you his videos, AJ, you would not be impressed with the strike. Terrible. He's like no. this. He looks like he's on crack. Yes. And he's like, like he's trying to make fun of himself. Yeah, it's, yeah. Is he like that loud jujitsu guy that's on that's on the uh, YouTube all the time? He's like, he screams the technique. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's kind of, He's kind a of British similar. dude. Yeah, it's funny. yeah. So, it's very bizarre, AJ. If you were to watch some wild. of his fights, it doesn't look good. Huh. No, but he yeah. does come out, and he looks like he's on crack, and he is trying to win. And somehow he's like three and three or something, or I don't six know. and six, some amateur know. record that's about five hundred. Can you pull it up? No. I'll pull up. What he, do you want to see? He does. I want to see his chicken dance. I'll show you. When he comes out, he, you know, B two has the background with the spotlight on it, and that way, whenever you walk out onto the catwalk, you're already in the spotlight, walking down the, walking wow. down the alleyway. Well, he comes out with his oh, chicken wings no. going. And he makes the craziest dance? looking face, man. And then he goes cock a doo doo, and then heads down to the to the ring. I'm gonna show to do the God. craziest looking fucking techniques you've ever seen. AJ, you've never seen him? No, He's I don't sick. think I'd ever want to like put cock and doodle and do in the same phrase if I'm walking down for a fight. That's Gina. She's, Gina Lucille <laughs> says, "Oh my God, you guys, rooster." <laughs> He's, six. He's six and six. In his amateur record. Okay. Oh, six and six. And the, right. the fight that I chose for us to watch is Rooster. Uh, this oh, is him on the right. Yes. <laughs> against Cameron Colball. He's only 5'7", 253. I interviewed Shit. this Cameron Colball guy on the podcast right before the fight. <laughs> and um, Get your th- shit together, Kelly. <laughs> so AJ is watching... Blake <laughs> Kellogg, the rowdy rooster, he is for, the tall first, dude. for the first time, right, AJ? Yeah. I yeah. need to show the There's live There's so much I want to say, but I can't say it. You can say whatever you want. I really this don't want to offend Patrick. a bunch of people. <laughs> I don't think you'd offend many people. Rooster, I've invited the rooster on the podcast many times, and he's told me know. to fuck myself. Really? <laughs> he thinks I'm making fun of him. Oh, so I interviewed this guy leading up to Why the fight. he got them scratches on his belly? That's weird. Yeah. I interviewed Cameron Callball leading up to the fight. Yeah. And I was, pull, I'll be honest, I was cheering for Cameron Callball. And the rooster messaged me immediately after this knockout and said, because of you, your boy's headed to the hospital right now. <laughs> rooster messaged me on Facebook after this knockout. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's gosh, great. There was some posture going on right there. Hey, look oh, at this. Here he goes. Oh, i got to show you guys. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. What a character. AJ, what do you think? Oh, my God. Walk us through this, AJ. What's going on with the Rowdy Rooster? There here? it is. Oh, so Rowdy Rooster has this really awkward look on his face. It's, you know, like he's That's drawing his, his jaw down. He looks pretty game, I guess, or whatever. But he I also, wouldn't want to fight him, to be honest. He yeah, looks crazy. Yeah, He right? looks crazy with a touch of... Something going on. Down syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> do you think, look, what do you think? The camera's been on him for so long. I know. Uh, why is he doing that? Do you why? think his parents are siblings? <laughs> oh, steps. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about steps earlier. Uh, I <laughs> think they may this. actually be related. I, don't I mean, he's a big dude, though. Let's be real. Was he 6'5", you said? That's what I mean. Yeah, so, so, So what I'm saying is, all jokes dude. aside, he does come in to win. Yeah, Whoa. look, camera sort of. faked the glove touch, 
and he shot him uh, for a single. This guy wrestled would have been in high school. He told me he had really good wrestling on air, and he uh, said he was going to wrestle. He lied to you. He said he was going <laughs> to wrestle. <laughs> he saying. did. Look, he did. Uh, Almost he got, got him down. Yeah, he got it momentarily. So lanky, it's not that hard. Rooster claims he wrestled in high school also, and he's a purple belt in jujitsu. Mm. And there's a video of him out there, Brandon, of him doing two-on-one wrestling. Remember? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's able to defend that takedown for the most part with his being on his knees. That's how tall he is. That's wild. Uh huh. <laughs> you know I mean? So watch He's how this ends. Oh, he gets pretty. Look, call balls on top. He's got top side uh -oh. control. Uh -oh. That is a good observation, though. When Rooster is on his knees, he's still only a couple of inches shorter than Call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. That's like, oh, <laughs> call balls listed at five uh, seven. I bet he's shorter than that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's waist high. Like, how do you even punch him in the face? Watch how this ends. Oh, it's he doesn't. Not, it's not pretty. <laughs> Because when you have someone this big, it does present issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah All yeah. jokes it's aside, hard to, it's hard I, to, like, I'm not going to sit here and say I would beat him. You know what I mean? It's not anything like, you know what I mean? If someone's that big, that's something. I want to know how Gina Lucille keeps her shit together when she's introducing him for his fights. If she has. There, have, oh, is have Gina, that's, that's she has. the announcer for... Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Sorry, Gina. Chan Chance's wife. Yep. Hey, how are you? Nice <laughs> Gina, you. have you made any announcements for Rooster's fights? And if so, I want to know how you kept your shit together. <laughs> watch this. Uh -oh. Watch this finish. Uh -oh. Here comes Boy. a big kick. Good grief, dude. <laughs> Flat-footed as fuck. Look, watch oh. this. Here comes a big kick. Uh. <laughs> that's his highlight reel. <laughs> he stops it. So that was a pretty big left. Left kick to the head. So he kicked him, and then he fell over top of him. Look, and watch this. He does this in the oh, celebration. Yeah, he does the chicken dance. Watch this. Here we go. <laughs> oh, why would you ever do that? Why Look. That? Who told you that was a good idea? He, I offered him to come on the podcast over Zoom one time, and he said, I can't. I've got a, a management company that i got to run that by. I, I don't think I can. And then, and then, A management company? And then someone made a... a, a, a Photoshop of uh, Daryl Ray versus Rooster. Mm -hmm. Like they were going to fight each other when Ooh. they weren't going to, but I shared it. And then Rooster starts messaging me, threatening to kick my ass and stuff, saying that, get Brian Hooper that, out of retirement. that, that Hard Rock said he was going to sue me. Hard Rock said he was going to sue Kelly Patrick for fake information and um, the B2 is suing me and all sorts of stuff. Wow. Yeah, Blake Kellogg does not like me. How's the case going? I don't know. Oh, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Oh, my gosh, the feet, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And to the, the Rowdy Rooster's credit, all jokes aside, he did fight a guy one time, and he beat him, and then he started dating that guy's mom, and they stayed together for a while, and then they had a really spectacular breakup on Facebook. So I'll give him credit for that. That was real exciting. Wow. And you could follow it all. <laughs> Ain't I that a motherfucker? Post, I didn't know that. that is... It was the best. I, he, Rooster has me blocked on all platforms, oh, so I can't man. see shit. Rooster, you motherfucker, I but, swear. What but I have people, look at this, but I have people messaging me screenshots of shit going on with them, so I can go check like his girlfriend's, his ex-girlfriend's now posts, and it got, it got pretty intense. How old is she? She was like 50. Wow. And he's like in his 20s. Very interesting situation. 50 is so old. So, uh, so old. Good stuff. I, I appreciate everybody tuning in to the show. Uh, once again, Louisville Combat Academy, um, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky. Home of 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Louisville. 
And the Louisville Royals, still fighting the, team. And the Louisville Royals. And then what, what do we say talk. for DJ and his uh, mace? There's so much uh, going on there. Um, I believe the name of it is called Disruption or Disrupt or whatever. And um, not really – we haven't done a lot of his marketing stuff. He does it, but I don't you know, know that much about it. But uh, I know he does a fantastic kick, uh, kettlebell mace class, and his knife entanglements are top-notch. So, I mean, dude's talented, man. He's certified in doing everything. And, of course, Brandon – uh, with a lot of the kids' classes. Yep. I teach the kids' classes unless I'm sick or unable to, which is not very often. And uh, we're we're going strong. We've got a lot of kids signed up. Each class gets bigger and better. They're, they're My kids are doing great in jiu-jitsu. They're competing on a regular basis. I could not be more proud of my kids. Okay. Yeah, they're and doing of, fantastic. Of man. course. Doing uh, a great job. Thank B- you. BJ Ferguson led kickboxing classes Tuesdays and Thursdays, sparring on Sundays. Yep. Uh, right now it's at 5 o'clock p.m. Yep. Also, um, Cisco with the wrestling. Yeah, uh, Cisco's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wonderful job with the wrestling, man. Because you know, we again, we lost our wrestling coach, and it was kind of like scrounging and scrounging for a few weeks to find somebody. He just volunteered. He's like, "No, I, I can do that, man." I was like, "For real?" And then I'm, I'm I, I hadn't even seen him teach before, and I watched him teach a class, and I was like. Oh yeah, bro, you're good. No, yeah, I, I yeah, could yeah, not that I know much about wrestling, but I could have told you from the from seeing him show. So he's very technical. He's real yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like with jujitsu. Yeah. Sometimes if you have a real little guy as an instructor, be they have to be real technical, and that's Cisco. Yeah. He's not he, like Bruce Strang. Yeah, fantastic coach, good protect practitioner. Yeah, man, super pumped about him. Good stuff. Well, AJ. Jason Wise, of course. Oh yeah, that's program. right. Jason uh, Wise. Jason Wise. Jason Wise definitely one of the. The best old school MMA coaches in the area. Um, I think he's the best MMA coach in the area. Period, mm-hmm. and I say that all the time because I mean it. Um, and just just a lot of talent there, man. Not, not just with the coaching staff, but with the uh, the members as well. A lot of talent, and it's always growing. Numbers are probably growing, probably man. at an all time high right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're pretty we're pretty up there right now. Hopefully, after the uh, New Year, New You shit kind of wears off, we still keep them. You know? yep. Retention <laughs> rate. Yeah. Does that happen every year? No. Okay. Last well, year I guess we didn't. We had a small influx last year, but nothing like this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good stuff. AJ, Brandon, I appreciate both you guys coming on the show. Of course, thank also you, to man. Holly. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we will have another episode out soon. Thank you. Thank you.